This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Welcome to Nerd School. Welcome to Nerd School. My name is Loki. Welcome to the Nerd School podcast. You jerk. Well, speaking of yeah. Blackula. Yeah. Well, wait. Yeah. Let's one. Welcome back, everybody. Two. <laughs> yeah. You forget sorry, that we but... actually need to talk to the people we're talking to. Two, <laughs> I don't know if you all remember, if you've been listening to us for the last two seasons, you know that in between we like to take a break and each recommend a movie for us to watch. And it can come from any fandom. It can come from any genre. Do note Joe tends to pick dumb movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we'll go movie by movie. So this is a break from our main fandoms and talking about Blackula today, which Joe, within the first five minutes, I hated you. <laughs> also, also, before we jump into Blackula, yeah. I would just like to say... Uh, Happy birthday to Bruce Wayne! Oh, as we rec- as yeah, February nineteenth is uh Bruce Wayne's birthday. Look at you! Really? Yep. So and, thank and you. For, and for you gamer nerds who will probably be listening to this way too late, Warner Brothers for Bruce Wayne's birthday is having a run of sales on all of its Batman games. So uh... if you left the Dark Knight. So when you, you know, say, and though you might want to pick, uh, and though you might want to pick up Gotham Knights, it's only eleven ninety nine. Uh oh, that's right. That was the uh, the sort of I guess the that's set in the Arkham Games universe, but that's the one where you don't you're not Batman. You're all his buddies. Be, it's supposed to be, but the Suicide Squad killed the Justice League is definitely set in the Arkham universe. But this is not okay. about that. This is about this great movie that Joe picked. Let's get to Black I just wanted to throw out there happy birthday to Bruce Wayne. When yeah, you I'm say sorry, I had to uh, miss the end of our uh, uh, end game discussion. But uh, when you say Bruce wrong. Wayne's birthday, here's a Batman t shirt Andy had in the 90s. I did. High school. All of our listeners can see that. They can't see it. So I'm holding up in my Zoom. Yeah. But when you say Bruce Wayne's birthday, with a picture of Batman. There you go. Thank you, Andy. Are you saying in the comics they established that it's February 19th, or is that the day that the first Batman comic was revealed or something? No, that's that's that's, that's his it, birthday. It's like how like how our uh, Nick Fury's birthday is July 4th. Right. I don't, you know, I don't oh, okay. So they say his date of birth. Actual birthday. Yeah. I see. They say what year or do they, they don't say specify it? the year? They don't well, specify the year. Maybe the first time they ever announced that they probably didn't. I didn't I didn't I don't I don't know what year that you don't know enough about Batman is what you're saying. Well, you have to remember how many reiterations of Batman we've had. How many have there been? Right. Too damn many. (laughs) Okay, so they are five years old. Do you guys how often do any of you listen to Bat Dance by Prince? Or the artist formerly known as Prince. I don't know when the last time I've listened to that. Well, well, all right, I just back to that. Okay. <laughs> so my choice was Blackula, and I was gonna just tell everyone I originally picked this because I was mistaken. 
that I know I have a friend whose dad directed and wrote some and was in uh I thought several black exploitation films. For some reason, the one that stuck in my head was Blackula. I know he was in Blackula. I already wrote it or whatever. And then I went to look, and then I couldn't even remember his name. You know, I know that my friend was Stefan Turner, who is an owner and uh, a director of a theater that now the Gate Theater in Bangkok, uh, Thailand. Um, actually, he's in Myanmar, Thailand, but somewhere else in Bangkok. I don't know. Bangkok's the only big city I know. Anyway, he used to live in Chicago cool guy and then i remember him telling me his dad was a black exploitation something and then when i i went to look up who he was and then i found out he was not in blackula didn't write blackula it was dolomite that he wrote the script for but then he was in a lot of stuff like he was in the lucy show he was in mash the movie um but he's not in Blackula at all. But I had already said Blackula, and it seemed like a nerdy thing. And I've always wanted you to say also. Blackula. That was already the second time we had let you change your movie. Which yeah, is why. yeah, because yeah. I had originally picked <laughs> Weird Science, but I can't remember. I just pictured TBJ watching Weird Science and the the boob enlargement thing, and I knew I was gonna catch hell. So I was like, Let I me. mean, there is plenty of homophobia, misogyny, and. That's the thing when you go to the seventies. I think it's hard to not uh find it when you the farther you go back, which sucks. Um which but is, that's and that's what Blackula could be so good. So and then I did I sent art an article I found somebody wrote. It was written it was like a review written by uh uh someone who is homosexual and just saying how that person loves campy seventies stuff. And despite the fact that this is filled with homophobia. They still almost like this movie, but that almost, you know, it's like if he could get past it, he would. He's just trying to take it with a grain of salt. This is what how people were. There's so. a certain grain of salt, but I you still cringe. Like the first you cringe. Time yeah. I'm like, yeah, it feels like it's only the cops that throw the F slur around. And yeah, but in a way that's like. And yeah, it's just like whoa. That, I mean, right. I guess there is ostensibly supposed to be the good guys, but it's also I, it's I don't know. Deep. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, hey, this is like I, I was curious more. I mean, if you all know a bit more about the term black exploitation and what it actually means, I mean, does it necessarily mean the creators are also black people, or is it just like they're sort of exploiting black stories for you know? pop entertainment and i don't know i mean yeah, originally it, it was, sounds like it's bad but it's yeah. also good originally i don't know it's an answer to a call for more black film so it is mm -hmm. black creators uh the naacp at some point were like hey we need more black films and some people said you know what let's do this and we'll you know we get our foxy browns we get our shops we get our blackulas but you know, sometimes we are our own worst enemies and lean into stereotypes. And sometimes, you know, just because you happen to be one of the people in the genre doesn't always mean it's going to be good. Yeah. Right. Like, if if you want to charitably, as charitably as possible, I was trying to sort of say that it could also be a depiction of cops as assholes. Because uh, I they do are... think the cops are meant well, to be. Yeah, that's that's. I think yeah, it is on purpose. If you, if you look at 
right? If you look at Black Dynamite or um, especially in the 70s, right? So 70s was all about kill Whitey, right? Mm -hmm. And most times Whitey was the man, you know? And the man, as they, the man is basically how in uh, reggae music, Babylon represents the man, represents the police, which represents society basically holding back the black person or the the black people, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the cops aren't supposed to be good guys here. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I guess technically like they're one the... black. They're like the you vampire fighters, black, so I guess one, you're supposed to be a hero. All right, go ahead, Art. Yeah, so you have, you have that one black person who might be a cop who's trying to do right, but then he also gets mixed up with, you know, that sergeant or that police officer who basically still wants him to, I'm doing air quotes, fall in line, but then he has to fight this thing here, but then he gets hooked up with some woman or some other cause to try to destroy something or save something, and then it becomes something bigger than... It's 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 very... Uh... What's the word I want to look Like, the... Um... Ah! The word is eluding me now. Um... Ah, it'll come back to me. Go I was going to say how it's sort of... It was like, if you look at... When you study it and everything, and I took a, a black pop culture class in college, and it was sort of like... It was it's hard because it's like there was good things about it and bad things. Like some good things were that it starred black actors and it gave yeah. black actors a platform and it was meant for black, black mm -hmm. audiences and it was like a fun thing for them. But at the same time, a lot of times it would uh it would repeat white stereotypes, uh yeah. and like and, and add that to it. So it was kind of like sometimes you can say it's good for things but bad for race relations and so it's like is that is that the exploitation portion of the black exploitation well it's like it's well like even anything. if you look at this film yeah you have you have the upstanding negro who is the doctor right and mm -hmm. even when he's at the funeral home he's like man that's one uppity negro i'm saying that word but don't nobody else say that damn right. word right. Come like, through yeah. this podcast yes right <laughs> just a quick psa to all but he is even framed for a moment by both races as uppity or wants too much or so it's walking that delicate balance mm -hmm. but i think i think there is a reason that they all have a strong black lead because you got foxy brown you've got mm -hmm. like i said you know Listen, did Pam Greer's boobs all the time? Not necessarily, but <laughs> he, I'm not mad at her boobs, girl. Listen, yeah. let him. <laughs> but it, it was a way to get people in the audience. So, and I think yeah. you have to think about modern day, like people talk about Tyler Perry. There are people who love Tyler Perry's productions. Mm -hmm. There are people who are like, yes, Medea, I love it. But Medea is a stereotype in itself and sure. it leads into stereotypes. So there's an essence of, yes, it's good because some people are getting seen. Uh, well, people of color are getting seen, yay. Yay, there are some people who relate to it and that's awesome. But there are always going to be some people who are like, is that all of us? But then is it really fair for us to judge it? Because all white films don't portray all white people the same and mm -hmm. we're used to it. So I don't think we can dwell on it too much. We can appreciate what it was trying to do, mm -hmm. but also point out the internalized misogyny, the homophobia from hell, and all that jazz. Yeah, there's a lot. I, I was, I remember being actually uh, 
I've only seen one Medea film or Medea. And I would like, and it was like number eight in the series. I don't know how many there are, but I, had, I just happened to see it. And I remember being surprised. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I guess she's a stereotype, but I was very, like me, fat old white guy, uh, surprised that like she, she was the main character and she's just constantly spewing uh, anti-religious things. Like, yeah. well, and- here's the thing. Medea is funny. But you also have to take into the account that it is a black man putting on the portrayal of a black woman. That's yeah, true. And then you're like, mm, is that how older black women are seen? Listen, there are plenty of Medea films that I have hooted and hollered at. My mom <laughs> dragged me to a play or two when he used to tour on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it is there for a reason. But is he the best filmmaker of all time? No. But does he get his money? <laughs> no. He does. He has a whole yeah. studio. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. man's making money, so I'm not a hater. But I also am cautious when he mm-hmm. plays a stereotype of an older black woman that is favorited by way too many people. Mm-hmm. Well, black as far as this, this movie goes, uh, yeah. I was... Again, uh, I'm trying to view it as charitably as possible. So, but... As far as, I mean, yeah, like, they throw the F-slur around a lot, but it's only, like, the cops that do that. I mean, there's there's still, I feel like maybe this is uh, overstating, but I feel like most films of the era would have completely ignored, like, he's still trying to solve their murders, even after, like, they've been written off. And the characters themselves, as depicted, are maybe a little eh, but... Mm -hmm. Not, not nearly a little as, Andy. You know, like <laughs> swish. I mean, I feel like they're not nearly as like. Uh, maybe I'm just comparing them to Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds, but uh, mm. it's which is probably not the best comparison. But I mean, they're they don't seem as awful as I feared. I guess. And yeah. but, well. uh, it's it's not good. I'm not saying that, but it's no. Well, it could be a lot worse. Directed the 1972 film Blackula, directed by William Crane, an 18th century African prince turned into a vampire by Dracula, finds himself in modern day Los Angeles. Written by uh, Joan Torres and Raymond Koenig, starring William Marshall, Vanetta McGee, and Denise Nicholas. Um, William Marshall, also the king of cartoons from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Ah, that's who it is. I, yeah, it was killing me. I was like. Why do I know him? And what do I, I was kept thinking electric company. Uh but that was I know that was um uh Morgan Freeman. Uh mm-hmm. but I was like, why does he why does something as a kid? Damn it, the king of cartoons. Fuck. Thank you. That I don't know why I didn't look it up, like who he was, or maybe I did, I just didn't recognize anything. I, I just happened to cross it. And of course there were more than one king of cartoons, but uh Oh, there was? Oh, he's the one I remember. Yeah. That's who he was, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's uh, not a good movie, but like watching it, there's a something about watching sh- like low budget 70s movies that you're almost making fun of them as you're watching them. You're like, oh, god, so bad, like such terrible fight scenes. And every fight scene, I was like, holy moly, do they not? So Are you bad. telling me in 1972 they didn't have a fight choreographer? Is this what's happening? Because so bad like so it was horrific yeah yeah but part of that's like the charm of it all is why i think people still would watch it now it's just like so d- bad it's good kind of like it's like 
it just gives you that glimpse. It's like nostalgic for it because that's what that, growing up. That's everything was like that. Like everything was oh. shitty like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it remind me of a movie. But, which, but growing yeah, up to them was it shitty, right? Yeah, we didn't know so it was just shitty. Imagine, yeah. But I mean, like, 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 but I'm just okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Me? Go ahead. Who me? Yeah, you. Said nobody stopped you. You could finish art. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't nobody's interrupting. I it's one of the few gonna... times we don't accidentally talk over art. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then he's like, never mind. As I was gonna to say stop. it reminded me like yeah. some of the stunts and stuff were so bad that it reminded me of a movie, and I instantly wished I would have picked this movie instead, except that I don't know that we could find it anywhere. But the worst movie ever is called Manitou and stars Tony Curtis, and it's about <laughs> it's about a uh a woman who gets pregnant in her neck and an old an old Indian man comes she gives birth to an old Indian man out of her neck. So I would have <laughs> never spoken to you again if you had recommended <laughs> such a movie. I'm barely man, speaking to you now. I'm like barely speaking to you now. That would have pushed us into it's never got, ever. But it's got a scene where an old lady falls down the steps and it's an old lady who's like four feet tall. And when she falls down the steps, it's a it's a six two stunt man with a wig on, and the wig's like falling <laughs> off, and he's like rolling down the stairs. It's so ridiculous that you just laugh out loud. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. So if you've never seen Manitou, everyone, um, this reminds me just briefly, brief aside of when uh, my older brother's uh, daughter was born. Is it beef? Uh, J- no, uh, John. <laughs> Uh, Joe called me up to tell me about it by saying that uh, John's wife had given birth to an old British white man, and I had no idea what he was talking about until he told me her name was Devin, and then I immediately went, oh, he's talking about Devin from Knight Rider. Devin from Knight Rider. Because that's the yeah. only Devin we knew. And that's true. It, I, was just, I just distinctly remember being confused, and he, of course, being a dumbass, didn't explain it for a good minute. I was thinking, what are you talking about? Anyway, so for you guys, there's a lot of, you know, there's not much to say. I'm not going to go through this movie like scene by scene and describe what happens, but it's like a, it's a seventies black exploitation. It's here. I can sum it up in five seconds. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Dracula bites a black man from Africa. He becomes the next Dracula to men, a part of the rainbow family inherit it by the stuff from the house. Boom, pow, now they're vampires. In comes the doctor man. He's like, man, these bites are crazy. What's happening? Everybody's like, no, nah, no, nah, rat bite, rat bite. He's like, something's up. The white police are like, man, you're crazy. He goes, no, I know something. His girlfriend is dating a woman who now looks like Dracula, the new Dracula's old wife. So he starts haunting her. She apparently has no self-resilience because after he tried to come onto her at night, she walks up and she's like, oh, thank you for returning my first which is red flag number one, girlfriend. Anyway, she's smitten by this man. He starts killing everybody randomly. A taxi cab driver. He wooed her with his cape. He wooed her with his cape. Oh, yeah. He won't ever get It's all about the cape. Cape. And then, turns out, the girl he's in love with is the sister-in-law to the doctor cop guy who's hunting them down. And then he wants her forever. He can't have her. In a big shootout murder scene between vampires and cops, she gets murdered, and he walks into the sun. The end. So it's definitely a yeah. horror. Can I say something? Yeah. The, the way you describe that, if I had never seen this movie, I would want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I would end that with watch it at your own risk. 
I think yeah, I like the, TBJ's uh, descriptions better than anybody. She should do the whole MCU in this quick yeah. five second thing. <laughs> second yeah, uh, movies. It only works the, uh, if they're horrible movies. If they're horrible. Right, right. We, uh, the, um, the whole thing where, you know, she is like, apparently has kind of no identity of her own because as soon as she lays eyes on this, uh, uh, Blackula, who was called Blackula by Dracula, like cursed him with that name. He named him so that. Black- yeah. Blackula is kind of a slur from a guy who was uh, decided to bite him and turn him into a vampire and torture him because he uh, was trying to stop the slave trade in the 1700s or whatever. <clears throat> and so I, I think that was, but but she has she's like immediately like, in a trance about him, and that remind I think that was part of the original Dracula story it was like a. Wasn't there like a reincarnation of well, Dra- Dracula's beloved a hundred yeah. years later? And like, I remember, I think Winona Ryder and Gary Oldman Gary and Oldman. Bram Stoker's Dracula had like, she oh, was yeah. like fighting feelings of her past self or whatever. I, I think that was supposed to be that, but it sort of just yeah. played like she's an idiot. I also just forgot to mention that the two sisters who are dating these men are very young and these men are very old and that made me very <laughs> uncomfortable. Creepy. It was very uncomfortable. I was like, y'all. Well, according to the trivia on IMDb and Blackula, William Marshall uh, kind of insisted that the producers give the character some dignity, so they changed the character's name. It was originally Andrew Brown. They changed it to Mama Walde, and then they built that background story about him being Mama an Af- African prince. Mama Walde. About being an African prince turned into a vampire by Dracula in 1780. So that part was like added on to give it some kind of dignity, I guess, as to who knows. And that, that dude was. playing Dracula, he's only in like the opening scene. And he, yeah. he's, I don't know, he's like a, he's one of the lamer Draculas I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. um, he, he looked like a, like a like a shitty Tim Curry. Now, this movie and, actually did uh, well. Yeah, he reminded me of Tim Curry. But it actually grossed over a million dollars in 1972, one of the highest gross of grossing films of that year. Yeah, um, it would have been exciting at yeah. that time. At that time, mm-hmm. for what it was. That's the yeah, thing. It was the first can... black vampire on film. Yeah. Um, Although Blade would have kicked his ass. Yeah, Blade. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> the first. He was the first black vampire uh, on TV. Yeah, and apparently well, it, it, on know, film, it, it's started a trend of uh, uh, black themed horror films. So, and as I mentioned to Art, so the, the love interest is sort of somehow reincarnated. His girlfriend reincarnated from, or his wife reincarnated from. You, the, you guys should be impressed by this. Early days. You should be yeah. impressed by this. Yeah, Vanetta McGee. Vanetta McGee plays the love interest. And she is very closely connected to the MCU. Really? She married someone. She was the actress was married to someone in the MCU. Does anybody have any guesses? Art can't guess. He already knows. Who? Wait, who are we talking about? Vanetta McGee, the love interest in this show, who was the, the wife. And then it was later the his love interest that looked like just like his wife that he was interested in. Vanetta McGee is the actress. And is currently married to someone in the MCU? No, she's dead. She died in 2010, but she was married to an actor who was in the MCU. Uh, no the, clue. The, the guy who played T'Chaka. Wait, who? The guy, who, the guy who played T'Chaka, Black Panther's dad, or maybe the guy who Let's who just played, say... Uh, 
Also, she Elijah. married this guy on the set. She met this guy on the set of Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> that does not help me in any way. That's yeah. why you know this. <laughs> they, had, they had a child born in 1988, Carl Lumbly. Oh yeah, that's Carl the Lumbly. guy from Falcon Winter Soldier, right? The guy who played uh, Isaiah Bradley. Uh, Elijah Isaiah Bradley. Oh, yep. okay. So that was my second MCU guess. connection. Like, how many older black men are in the MCU? Uh, right. Jaka, <laughs> not many. Yeah, you were going <laughs> through Lumbly, black Panther, yeah. Sam Jackson. Well, we know his wife, though, so it's not Sam Jackson. And yeah. Samuel Jackson. If you is not don't know older. Sam Jackson's wife, you should know Sam Jackson's wife. He is older. We had this debate last nope. time. We were like, no, he's, he's really young. He's really and then young. we looked up his age and we were like, no, he is his age. Yeah, but 70. his wife is a force in herself. So if you don't know her, you should. Yes. And they are in love. They've been married for a million years, right, TBJ? Yeah, like literally forever. She was with him when he was on crack. She is yeah. grown with that man. There's only I one woman he would ever cheat on her with, and that's TBJ. No, I wouldn't do that to her. <laughs> yeah, like he would, but you wouldn't. So he could. Right. All right. Here's a, a, a just a brief list of the black exploitation horror films that followed this, not including Scream, Blackula, Scream, the sequel to this, how, sequel. where he's somehow resurrected. Oh, Blackenstein. That's an art and I couldn't figure out. How do they do a sequel? Because he dies in the end. Spoiler alert, he dies at the end of this one. TV <laughs> already said, I mean, he, uh, uh, I read the synopsis um, and apparently like a voodoo queen brings him back to life somehow. Oh, of course. No, they not a it's not a queen. They, he didn't it's just die. Queen. He died with maggots and blood coming out of his body. Yeah, out of his so. It wasn't a voodoo queen. Oh, and that was this terrible. Guy, the worst graphics ever with that whole Oh my gosh. It's so terrible. It was actually Insane. the guy who brought him back. It's it actually a guy who brought him back to life. Well, the good yeah. thing is we could do Blackula 2 next No, time. we cannot. <laughs> well, I think I think you choose Black. Have you seen the trailer for Blackenstein, Andy? I have not. I not didn't know Blackenstein existed. There was Ganja and Hest. What about the Blunch uh, Black of Blocher Blames? Archaeology. <laughs> An archaeologist is stabbed with a cursed dagger and becomes a vampire. There's a... Uh, uh, Abby in 1974, a parody of The Exorcist, where a minister's wife is possessed by a sex demon. That might be a porn movie. Uh, Sugar Hill about zombies. Doctor Black, Mister Hyde. That's a good question. Now you brought this up, Andy. Are porn oh, movies dear. off the table for nerd school for this little? We're yes. not watching adult films. Uh, <laughs> William Crane, the guy who directed that, the guy who directed this, William Crane, also directed uh, Doctor Black and Mister Hyde, where Doctor Black creates a cream that changes his skin tone and personality. I'm afraid I of that to one. What? Doctor Black right? and Mister Hyde. See JD's Revenge when a dead gangster takes over the body of uh, someone. I've seen that. JD's Revenge is pretty good. Black the Black Devil Doll from Hell, a, which is a Christian woman has sex with a puppet. Okay, that's 1984. <laughs> then you got Tales from the Hood. Uh, what about a vampire of Brooklyn? Killjoy, supernatural killed, killer. Yeah, uh, vampire of Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of. Uh, Bones, where Snoop Dogg is like a. I should have seen. I remember that one. If Snoop Dogg's in it, it's got to be good, right? Sure. There's also Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror, which is an anthology thing. But uh, yeah, um, I I had never heard of most of these. Have you guys before this ever heard of the band that was playing in a couple scenes, the Hughes Corporation? No. Uh, I know, but I I thought they were exceptional. They were jamming. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this is some I they guess were, that's the only place they go is like, oh, let's go to this club and watch those guys again. They're best known for their 1974 hit song, Rock the Boat. Which Are I you feel better like, than Cheek Face? That's how they're not better. They're better than Cheek, cheek Face. Everyone's better than Cheek Face. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I did, also didn't realize, you know, the, the gay couple at the beginning who are the, were trying to flip. They apparently bought Count Dracula's estate and were trying to sell all his shit. Yeah, they're actually an interracial couple, which was also apparently groundbreaking at the time. Oh, that is true. That is 1972. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, yeah, but also not as ugh, as could be. Yeah, but, I look exactly. Yeah. Your overall, Andy, your view of this movie <laughs> is eh, not as bad as it could have been. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's. Obviously not a great movie. I, I like there's a lot of like important movies that are not great movies, and this is sort of uh, it broke some ground, but it also has its problems. It was important and, and it's still time. a cheesy horror movie. Yeah. Yes, important for its time. Hella problematic now. Right, but I did like uh, uh, William Marshall's performance, uh, it, or maybe just like his voice. I don't know what it is, but he was just. Yeah. Uh, yes, I am a very important African prince, and I am mm-hmm. very mysterious. But I don't care about you. I will basically tell you I'm a vampire and not care, because all I care about is you. I think you should watch JD's Revenge, Andy. I think you um, should. Watch, I think you would might like that. That's Lou Gossett Jr. in it, and Glenn Turman. But I remember seeing. I remember one time. The one time. The last time I remember watching this. Watching that movie, I think I was probably like in my twenties, and I was in a barber shop, and it was on the television, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I seen the dude get killed, and he comes back to life, and I'm like, "Whoa, is this like this is kind of cool? Like, what are what are we watching yeah. here?" Stars so Glenn Turman, who was in Cooley High, Joe. I know you know that movie. Yeah, Cooley High was That's a good a movie. Great movie, and he was also in a different yeah. world. Who was? Who are we talking about? Glenn Turman, the star of JD's Revenge, who's about who is basically a dead gangster that comes back to life to uh, go after the guy who murdered him. Mm. He's um, also Clarence Royce. He played the Baltimore Clarence Royce on the wire. Uh, see, my favorite character in this movie was Skillet, who was also yeah. in Harlem yeah, Nights. Yeah, All like, Skillet does is come in to hit on the ladies. <laughs> Is it me or did Skillet have like a Dwayne Wayne vibe to him? Yeah, like that yeah. was a cool case. Creepier than Dwayne Wayne. Oh, yeah. Creepier. Well, that actor was also in Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde. Uh, and the same director Skillet as well. says he got something for her. Ooh, Skillet. <laughs> yeah, Skillet was cool as hell. Like, it's just they needed one other little, cool. Man. Yeah. I did kind of like that all the vampire tropes are just, you know, they're all there and they know them all. Oh, we got a vampire. Let's go get a crucifix and uh Yeah. Well he did have yeah. that book. He did his research and I got that book out of no, that's true. Like keep this he did this a couple books. That cross was something stiff too. Like like it was like it was made out of some really strong silver and Yeah. Some of the knocks on IMDB, like the goofs and everything, is like, well, you know, this guy uh you know, Blackula was in a coffin and from the eighteen hundreds until the seventies, and he comes out. He he already knows what a camera is. Like he's like, you know, uh, 
and there were some other things. Well, I mean, there is like a period of time. Like I thought about that too, uh, when he's like initially chasing her and like he gets hit by a car or something, and then it's the cabbie or whatever. I guess maybe. I mean, I guess I I did notice there was a a certain lack of surprise at his new surroundings. I guess. Well, he would have had to. How did he survive all that time without any blood for that many years? He would have had to get out and drink blood. He was in a deep sleep. Deep sleep, yeah, deep sleep. and his uh, like his actual wife had to like died what just with him in the locked in that room. But the worst, Although we gotta say, how could you not laugh when he turns into the bat? <laughs> like the bat oh was <laughs> so shitty. I was it like, was just, oh it was just like a fade. It's like a, exactly that's all it was. A fade. It wasn't even a transformation thing. It just like blink. There's a bat. <laughs> no, my knock is the lack of consistency in the vampires. Some of the vampires are green. Some of them are their own race. Yeah. Some of them turn quickly. Some of them take days to turn. I was like, what is happening? The lack yeah. of consistency. <laughs> yeah. That's if we're right. gonna vampire, whatever you do, make it when, when he told old boy to make sure you lock the uh, the um. Well, you, you make sure you yeah, lock the door. They lock the door. I like now. You know that man ain't gonna lock the door, especially when that phone <laughs> rang. Yeah, if you just call out specifically a thing he's supposed I to. I just do. imagine being in the theater. People are like, you know, he gonna leave that door unlocked. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let that door unlock. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I imagine plenty of conversation when it was playing live. This would have been fun to watch. With us all alive together, probably um, at a theater working all stuff, uh, eating popcorn and yeah. and uh, waiting for the credits to roll. Rolling yeah. my eyes fifty times. We I do want to do something sometime where we do uh like they do some podcasts where they'll actually watch it a lot like a watch along where you start the movie and then we talk over it and then you can pause like it whenever you want. Wait a second, second. <laughs> like they do like who does that? What some mystery of the podcasts? Wrestling podcasts do it with like, okay, the pay per view we're starting it now, and then they you start Y'all's it. Y'all's ADD along. and ability to stay on track. I feel like half the movie would be missed. <laughs> we would never get <laughs> and through a it, watch yeah. along. I you would miss half the movie because you would just talk about something else, and then That's no true. one would know what we watched. You'd have to watch it ahead of time and then watch together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe we could do it at the Independent ADD. Picture House and do a live show. Come we watch could. this with Nerd School, and then we we can't pause it. We have to just like talk over. That's viz, viz art, maybe. But then you have to we actually do... somehow, you know, get the movie and we have to the rights to pay the for all that shit. All that, yeah. Well, that's all the more reason to get a sponsor. Yes. Someone so if you want to sponsor money. Nerd School, Preparation H. Sponsor. Anybody. <laughs> we love Art and I have a lot of hemorrhoids. So we put them I, on I each kind other. of want to get TB uh uh uh, uh H as a sponsor and then TB they insist that TBJ has to do all the ad copy reading. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they better be paying a lot. A lot. What what is and the price I'm point? A large percentage. You would do voiceovers for preparation H commercials. How much would they have to to shell out? I guess you don't want to go into negotiations with it. Yeah, we got to wait and see. What the yeah, we just yeah. know it would take a lot for me to do it. And I am taking an extra cut if I have to read hemorrhoid commercials. <laughs> hemorrhoid commercials, the herpes medicine commercials. Uh, I like the idea of a hemorrhoid commercial like they're trying to sell you on the concept of hemorrhoids. Like, hey, you should get hemorrhoids. You should have some hemorrhoids. 
Yeah, no, no one wants. Which that. also reminds it's me of a period of time in pro wrestling when uh, Edge and Christian there were there was a running gag where uh, they were accusing each other of using ass cream, and then at one point, uh, someone actually had a jar of ass cream brand ass cream and actually said ass cream on the jar, <laughs> and that was I, that's basically the apex of professional wrestling for me. Yes. <laughs> Ask All right, friends. Him. Well, I think okay. that's where we need to end this. What's yeah. the next pick we have? That's Blackula. So next, yeah, who is next? Who are who's the next one we're gonna do? And so, um, we have a throwback from Andy, a documentary from Art. And... Well, it's, not, it's not even a, it's, it's it's a movie. So it okay. has uh, Luke Evans plays the guy who created Wonder Woman. Oh, it's about what you about? Okay. So, and, yeah, I think there is a documentary about that guy, and then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. probably made the movie based on that documentary inspired by. Yeah, him, yeah, I yeah. Imagine. yeah. I would imagine. Let's see where you're at. Um, which, which I, I, I think it'll be perfect just because the guy Luke Evans. I think I should go next. One, right, okay. let's the do guy Luke next. Evans. Wait, before we guy... decide this, is this gonna piss me off? Because I don't want two pissing me off in the back to back. No, no, no. What I, all I was gonna say is the guy. Who played Luke Evans? Well, I mean, the guy who played the guy Luke Evans played a Dracula. He was a part. He was a part of the failed. You know, is the movie gonna piss her off? Is the movie gonna piss me off? Is what I'm asking. No, you. not at all. If anything, it, it might empower you. It might empower you. It's women's empowerment. Right? Some things about the creator of Wonder, Wonder she... Woman that make me question him as a human, as a man. So I'm asking you, how much of that is in this I don't film? Know. Not a woman created Wonder Woman. Just know, no, it's, it's um, I've, I've I've read I've read that some of the things are inaccurate, and that the family kind of felt kind of pissed off about some of the things that were portrayed in this movie. So tell us, but, what's um, the movie called? Professor Marston and the Wonder Men, Wonder Women, and you can watch this on. Uh, Disney Plus? Tubi. No. Tubi. So yeah, I watch it on Disney Plus because Disney Plus wouldn't air it. I think oh, this is the one that DC might thing. make me angry, but fine. All right, I'll watch this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everything makes you angry. Uh -oh. no. what you think. No. Only so everything far in history, only Joe has made me angry every damn time. <laughs> you were hit or miss. Oh, Professor Marston I... and the Wonder Women 2017 drama action film. Rated R. I feel like you have a predisposition to go in hating what Joe's going to pick before Joe even picks. I tried very hard not to hate what Joe. I picked was trying to pick and... something good with. Uh, I figured you can't go wrong with Blackula. And yet you did. This movie stars <laughs> William Holt, Rebecca Hall. Oh, Connie Britton's in it. I know her. Oliver Platt's in it. Oh, you said Luke Evans already. Um. I don't know a lot of these other ones, but um Hey, you can't go wrong with Oliver Platt. Can't go wrong with Oliver Platt. He was in a wrestling movie. Which one? Okay. If that's our uh Andy, what say you? I'm fine with that. I think uh mine can go last because we'll bookend with uh old monster movies. Okay. So this is the story of psychologist William Moulton Marson and his polyamorous relationship with his wife and their mistress who would inspire his creation of the superheroine Wonder Woman. 
Huh. Joe's giving a preview before the next. No, I just, I don't, you know, I got a premiere at the anything. Toronto International Film For Festival. For the record, I'm not mad that they were polyamorous. I'm mad at some insinuations of power dynamics inside of that. Sure. And there, there was a, a, as far as I know, a bondage fetish at play as well. Hence the last. Which show. I'm also not necessarily mad at. Do you? I will Boom. not yuck them. But Boom. when I feel like there can be some power dynamics so tbj you're not going to be upset if if art star likes ladies to tie him up and spank the hell out of him you don't care about that no i wish he would monetize it so we can make money I'm <laughs> fine with that. the film does have an 87 percent approval rating on rotten tomatoes if that helps okay yeah does that help what does angie's list say about it uh, <laughs> i don't know that's more for ladies no, it's not. That's Isn't there a ladies something like Angie's list? Like that's like like Angie's list is for anyone who is looking to get help. <laughs> it used to be ladies, but isn't there like something for like that you can look and see like how like like feminist a movie or like what feminists say about it, if it's problematic or not, or like a homophobic scale, or if not, should we start that? Like black. Oh, you're yeah. talking about the, so the Bechdel test is the one for women. Like, yeah. how long can a movie go without things being centered around a man or a man being mentioned? Oh, so right. The on. test. Yeah, it's like, is are there two female characters who have a conversation that doesn't involve a man? Doesn't involve a yeah. man. That's right. Yeah, that, yeah. that or doesn't isn't about a man either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not about. That's that's the test. That's a simple. It's not even close. But there's not that's like a website where you can just look up any movie and see where. Uh, someone probably has invented said things. If we search, you yeah. can probably search movie name and does movie name pass Bechdel test? Uh, Bechdel yeah. test movie list. Uh, or you can do a, a, a co-pilot or a uh, Google Gemini, maybe some AI thing could probably pull it for you. That's so, true. So just don't Google Lemon Party. Listen, not I feel like we've talked about this before, and we've <laughs> agreed that that's not happening. That's what I think that website does. It does that. No, if your website keeps doing that, then that's <sighs> something you need to have a conversation about. With Look yourself. up Cleveland Steamer. Look up Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> Cleveland Steamer at work, everyone. Next time you're at work, everyone, look up Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> Next time you're at work, never listen to Joe or Art. They will get you fired. <laughs> TBJ is the greatest American human. Am I? I'm sure my ex Probably. Is- you probably are. You can't. It's subjective, right? Nobody will never know. It is subjective, but there are there are people who are who are not fans, and it's well, okay. Well, those people are going to get karate chopped by Artstar. Uh, Bechdeltest.com does exist. And okay. It's, I mean, it's not comprehensive, it looks like. But, but you can look up movies. Is there a search thing? Uh, it's got like- a big list of, uh, you know, a list of movies from the last several years and check marks if and they pass. If they pass. If they not. Oh, good. What yeah. type Clerks of Black three did not pass. Out. Clerks three, yeah, that, yeah. Well, I would Black not imagine Black they would. Is Black Hill on there? <laughs> uh, no, I mean no. it looks like it's. Oh wait, I don't know how far it goes back, but you have to page through it. That's the thing we didn't know. We learned that today on the Black Hill episode. We learned that. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness did pass. Wow. Chippendale Rescue Rangers did pass. Isn't that a TV show? TV shows are there too? They re- uh, they made a movie. I think they, oh, did, they did a movie. Or it might have been a TV movie or something. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse passes. 
Zendaya. Uh, oh, wait, that's not. Oppenheimer does not you pass. You get a pass. I could have told you that. And you get yeah. a pass. The Marvel passes. Don't you think we should just elect Oprah Winfrey as president? And just be Killers of the Flower Moon does not nah. pass. You don't like Oprah, TBJ? I adore Oprah, but she has her own problems. What about Gail? Yes, I think Gail could run. I mean, not run, just president for life. Who would be have? Who would be have VP? Mm, that's a good question. Mm, um, maybe B <laughs> Jacks. Whoopi. Uh, me, I said me. T Jacks. Oh yeah. TB Jacks. I'm the vice president. You could be. Yeah, you couldn't be vice president. You got to be president. I don't want to be vice president. I don't want to be in charge of the red button. Let's just test it, TBJ. If you were president, would you paint the White House black? No, but my interior walls would be filled with black art. There you go. MC Breed would paint the White House black. Yeah, I don't want to be the president, though. I'd just be the VP. Okay. The Veep. Okay. You and... Would you be like um, Elaine? No, yeah. I'd Natalie, I'd be very much the lethal one. I'd be. Did you um watch Scandal? He's not the vice president, but he is service to the president. Cyrus, I would be a mix of Cyrus and Olivia Pope. Cyrus, oh yeah, I would. Yeah, Cyrus was cool as fuck. But if I was going... like, I feel like Cyrus. Cyrus has mad, mad. Fifth energy. Uh-huh. Well, I said a mix between him and Olivia Pope. But before we go, I, my favorite Cyrus line is, "You think you're a beast, baby? I'm a monster." And that. Oh, boom! That's we got end the episode on that. That's how I feel when people want to challenge me. Come on. And I also want to just say I've been reading. I have Marvel eliminated. Uh, Unlimited. 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 Unlaminated. And I started watching the newest, or watching, reading Did the you newest. Say watching and Joe, go to bed. You can't even. I can't say anything. Let's straight. let's start the sentence over. I'm reading the new Black Panther comic on Marvel Unlimited, and I Which I one? read the first issue. It's, Is it's this, only like who wrote this one? Oh, Is it Tanahisi Coates? Let me see. How do I open it? Because I mean, Marvel Unlimited doesn't get stuff right away, does it? It's the newest. It just started in twenty. You gotta wait a few months. That should be Eve. Is it Eve? There we go. Is it Eve Ewing? I got to think Blue Staff player that has a bunch of commercials first. But um, anyway, they're about to introduce Deathlock. Does that help? Tell you anything? Uh, Introduce him. He's been around since the seventies, I think. No, in this series, like it just started at issue one. It's, yeah, so if it's the new one, you should be reading the one by Eve Al Ewing. I'm so dumb when it comes to that stuff. She's like, the one that's writing Black Panther now. Oh, it was a. It's written. I know it's written by a woman because there's like a a, a forward or a, yeah, Eve Al Ewing. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Um, it was interesting because they. I like how they write a whole big thing about. I've been honored to be selected to write this and i want to be this is what i've always wanted black panther to do uh i guess that's just the thing they do in new kind maybe they've always done that in comics but um well you have to think of how many new she also she also wrote monica rambo photon and ironheart 
So she's a she's a great writer. Damn thing. It started in 2023. It's a, just a six issue thing. Let me pull it up. See if I can tell who. Uh, I just told you. No, we're pretty is. sure we're right. Yeah, yeah. let's make sure we're talking about the same one. We got it. We got it. Um, but didn't you want to know something else about it or no? That's it. Anyway, so that at the end of the first episode, then it's like or the issue. I got. I got As you go with this episode. Uh, <laughs> it's like if you know the next issue, Deathlock, and I was like. That was another thing was like, I've never heard of Deathlock until I played Marvel Snap, and now I'm excited about what the fuck's this character. Uh, he's he's kind of like a, a dead guy in a robot outfit. Don't spoil it, you idiot! I'm about <laughs> to read it! <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. there's uh, there's multiple Deathlocks, so... Uh, is Deathlock I'm... normally a Black Panther character, or is it just... A, just a Marvel he debuted character. in Astonishing Tales number 25 in 1974. Oh, so he's been around for... <laughs> For a long time, okay. Yes, no idea. I don't know. All right, friends, I'm gonna anyway, wrap this up. Yeah, I'm tired. Wrap it up, TBJ, and give us that quote again that you that you love. I'm on it. No, I already oh. did that. You have to go back and find it. I'm just <laughs> okay. I'll put it back. I'll put it. I'll cut it. And the Wonder Women. Yep. So we'll be back with that one. You. We gotta that's watch that Blackula. one. Yep, that's it for Blackula. Thanks for listening, everybody. And please, if you liked Blackula and you think we're wrong about not liking it very much uh, t- uh, hit us up on Instagram at uh, nerd, school nerd school the cool school with the K yep word up alright TBJ sing us out not happening later nerds beatbox us out TBJ beatbox us out you guys gonna learn it's never gonna happen thank you for listening to the nerd school podcast president no more but evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor still more incarceration of my kids been by the prisons and people thinking this election to end racism proud of a pessimism glad to see obama but don't expect me not to speak out when i still see problems mr officer now they voters look like me you don't think again we're seeing brothers rolling down the street every martin luther king on his american dream still a rodney bnb and screaming fuck the police me i'm running through the pastures trying to get away from master but the dogs is on my ass i gotta move a little faster can't fast for caucasian but i got a couple papers from the plantation saying i graduated congratulations cool beans but to most school me trying to dodge stds living off government cheese trust the government please not even if it was me sitting in the oval office as commander-in-chief trying to give us us free but there's a nigga in my ear saying you got it superman you ought to keep it here get this distinctly clear i'm all about jetting raps kunta kente without the half stepping a new chapter back with new lessons after that the final exam any questions podcastnetwork.com Excelsior